this week on the Basement Bookers Podcast, we are almost there, folks. This is the Saturday before the Saturday. That is SummerSlam. We're going to be talking about AEW Rampage. We're going to talk about the goings-on. Title changes. Maybe not a title change. Maybe maybe some thievery. Maybe the, the, the whole world has changed. And that's right. John Cena is still the only one allowed to say whatever he wants. All this and more on the Basement Bookers Podcast. This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Basement Bookers Podcast. It's me, Jerry, Basement Jer, with Rich the Riz. Hello, everybody. Hi, all. That's it. <laughs> What's up? What's up, people? What's up, Jerry? What's up, Bookiverse? Hmm. What else you want? You're gonna have to work on your energy for this podcast because <laughs> when you, it's like when you come into somebody's house, you know, you're coming into somebody's house, right? So what? What do you do when you come into somebody's house? Hi, you know, everybody. You, that's terrible. <laughs> it's gotta be like you know, we're we're coming to your house. We're coming to hang out. Like you, you just you, you you sound like a guy that's on a list somewhere trying to stay incognito. <laughs> maybe I am, or you maybe are? I'm not. Well, this is a comedy podcast, so it could be a joke, and maybe it's not a joke. And wrestling and this podcast could be anything. Somebody Before- just laughed when I said it was a comedy podcast. So you see, you did it's laugh. True. So it be, it, it's it's got to be true. It's got to be true. There's some truth to this. Indeed. So before this podcast can be anything else, as usual, I like to open up with the news from the week. Uh, regarding the recent cuts from NXT... Oh, hold on. Uh, you know, just for the record, um, since you were given every opportunity and have not, then um, it would be me that mm-hmm. I would receive the Chief's blessing because I, I would like to thank uh, the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns for allowing us uh, the privilege of doing this podcast. I would also and. like to thank our tribal chief, the head of the table, Roman Reigns, who also does get to say whatever he wants on WWE TV, uh, for allowing us to do this podcast. Thank and you. when Please there is a vote to be removed from the island of relevancy, I just wanted to be remembered that Richard Riz did have impure thoughts about the wife of the tribal chief. You cannot and prove that. that. I, I can't, but no <laughs> one can prove anything else. And you're welcome. Correct. Okay. So... In reference to the recent cuts from NXT and the alleged new direction that we spoke about last week, according to Vince, Dave Meltzer says they're looking for, quote, no more midgets and, quote, no one starting in their 30s. Though, uh, after their meeting last Thursday, Vince McMahon is high on Adam Cole and wants him on the main roster asking both Raw and SmackDown writing teams to contribute ideas for his debut. So, yes, and I would like to take this opportunity uh, to welcome the new head of talent directions for NXT, uh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, additionally, WWE announced in the preview for this week's 205 Live, quote, 
the purple brand will now occasionally play host to matches where one or multiple superstars eclipse the 205-pound weight limit. Wait, what? Yes. 205 Live, they're saying officially... They're officially putting an asterisk there saying, well, not everyone is under 205. Well, I got a better idea and a great idea for branding, and this one's free. 205-ish? Hmm. Question mark live? I think the ish is taken by a franchise already. Well, you know, Vince has money. Just he spend does. the money. Vince-ish. He has the money because obviously he's cutting costs, so there's money somewhere. Mm-hmm. You just got to go into the big... The big bag of money. The big Saudi Arabia bag of money. Follow the money. Speaking of, um, it wasn't in the news, but uh, according to sources, uh, the king sources, of the... this guy, man. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a guy on Twitter. I don't know where he got his information. Some guy in my class told me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the king of the ring and a queen of the ring, ring will be held this year. And the finals of both of those tournaments will be at the Saudi Arabia show. What what better way to cement your legacy as the first uh, winner of a women's king in the ring than to, to wear your finest tracksuit? Or burqa, who's to say? Queen of the ring. I did say that. I thought you said, king. I thought you said female king of the ring. Well, I don't know, man. I might be right because the way the world's going right now, that might be it. I might be the most progressive uh, basement booker now. Well, yeah, why can't a woman just be king? Why does she have to be a queen? Exactly. So you are a sexist, and I'm not, and it's I'm a just hero. Something I, it's just something I never thought of. I'm not trying to put a limitation onto it. It's just, well, just... no, it was always there. You just assumed. That's all. I'm just speaking for you. It's not what you're saying. All righty. So you think, think it'll be King Mansoor? Look, man, I'm I'm telling you, and I've made this prediction, and I'm gonna make it here on the podcast. It's gonna be King Mansoor, man, and the the reign of King Mansoor, man, is gonna be it's gonna be incredible. He's gonna he's gonna soar to amazing heights, and then you know, obviously, it's gonna get to his head, and it's gonna be he's gonna be challenged. He's gonna be challenged by Xavier Woods. It's gonna be an epic battle for the crown. In Xavier Woods' hometown. And you're going to say, what? His hometown? There's no way that Monsoor Man is going to lose to Xavier Woods. But no! They're going to break the tradition again. And the, the hometown hero will become King of the Ring. Interesting. What, yeah, makes, you, what makes you say Xavier Woods in his hometown? It's all very specific. It's almost as if you don't watch any wrestling whatsoever and know that Xavier Woods wants to be king of the ring so bad. Hmm. So the the story would be he wants king of the ring, but he wasn't even he wasn't even allowed to participate. They didn't even let him in. Hmm. Okay. So then eventually down the road it's gonna be Monsoor Man and, and Xavier Woods for the crown. I'm okay with this. Of course you are. It's basement booking, and I just did it. There you go. Okay, so Keith Lee recently released a video on his official YouTube account explaining that after getting COVID in January and returning for one match, WWE doctors noticed something was off about his blood work. You mentioned this to me, but this is uh, the source of it, so it came straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. 
Uh, further testing determined that he had an inflamed heart with some concern that it might have been caused by heart disease. The inflammation only recently went away, and obviously uh, W doctors cleared him to participate again. You know, it's obvious that Keith Lee's heart is two sizes too big. Is it obvious? Well, I don't know. I was just trying to say something nice. Maybe that's why. You know, he's a victim of his big-heartedness. Hmm. That is very likely. Uh, the Cauliflower Alley Clubs. I shouldn't have abbreviated that because it took me too long to remember what that stands for. The Cauliflower Alley Club's Twitter account announced the passing of Dominic DiNucci this week at the age of 89. Our generation knew him best as the trainer for Mick Foley and Shane Douglas. R.I.P. to the DiNucci. Rest in power, man. DiNucci to the DiNucci. Indeed. Brian Nobbs is currently in the hospital for, quote, major stomach issues as well as type 2 diabetes, according to a GoFundMe that a friend of his started, which is currently at 12500 of its $20,000 goal. Okay. No real specifics mentioned as far as, uh, aside from the type 2 diabetes, there are no real specifics as to what these stomach issues are, but get well soon, Brian Nobbs. Rich about to cover that, the rest of that. With his, with his pocket money, son. Nah. He's rich as shit. You guys don't even know, bro. Nah. Rich the Riz, you know. He's... He, what a guy. What, nah. what a What a... What a... What a hero. He's no zero, that's for sure. That's right. No zero. With, with the exception of all them zeros. Mm. High five. Very nice. Nice. Uh, all right. Put my hand down. <laughs> Uh, as I alluded to in our pre-show, Alistair Black, Malachi Black now, uh, revealed in an interview with X-Pac recently that he was out for three months in NXT because he suffered an injury that, quote, shattered his testicle into seven pieces. I didn't know it could shatter. I really didn't. I have to read what he said here. He says... So he, he was there was a triple threat match with him, Johnny Gargano, and Tommaso Ciampa. He says, quote, We had this thing where I jump on the top rope, he comes running and crotches me. He came in with so much force that as I'm going down, his head collides with my nether region. Because of that flinch, I couldn't catch myself from falling on the post. So I hit the post full speed, and it shattered my testicle into seven pieces. I wonder why he used the words nether region. I don't know. Because, like, it's not like you can't say, you know, yeah, junk. It, yeah, it's area. a podcast. Yeah. This, this is a podcast with a guy that ripped open his own asshole accidentally. Did they trade, match. like, destroyed anatomy stories? Like, was that followed by X-Pac telling his story? I don't know. I should have listened to these... Um, the podcast but well so there's get, not that much time in the day is there yeah so he says i came backstage and i just knew something was wrong i collapsed i was crawling on the floor in agony he says at this point my down there was swollen and protruding through my trunks holy shit. he said my down there yeah he did i wonder if he doesn't know what's in there you uh, know because it's like we don't you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't describe to you the materials mm -hmm. contained within. Right. So, like, 
I don't know. What, what, what is he pissing himself or pissing blood and whatever? I don't know. So uh, he continues. Uh, duh, 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 duh. He says, I had to grab a towel and I told Scott at the time. I think he's talking about Scott Armstrong. Uh, and Scotty wasn't super pleased with my promo. I'm like, Scott, I'm terribly sorry. Something happened in the ring. I think I need to go to the hospital. He says, they picked me up and it took me to the locker room. I collapsed again. Everybody started laughing because they thought I was joking. Chris Hero looks at me and was like, you're not okay, are you? He says, uh, he says I said, no, I think something happened. I explained what happened and he's like, no, we have to take you to the hospital. He put me in the ambulance with Christian, the NXT doctor. They drove me to Las Vegas hospital and I had to wait quite a while to actually get surgery. He says, I think it took like six or seven hours before I got the surgery. And they scanned me and all this stuff and they said to me, well, we can do two things. We can cut you open, and we can take everything out and put something artificial in, and you'll be good in a week. But your blood vessel is intact. We can repair, but it's going to take three months. I said, I'll take the three months. Interesting. It'd be cool if, like, it was Christian, the wrestler. I know. He's also the NXT doctor. It's like, wow, he wasn't kidding when he works, says how hard he works. Yeah, right? He's got, like, he wears, like, seven hats. He's, he's wearing the eighth hat. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Man, I always knew Christian was a multi-talented uh, professional. That makes one of us. And I guess we'll talk about later how about how technically he's the best wrestler in the world now. In some worlds. Um, yeah, we will get into that. And last bit of news, at least for now. Uh, Johnny Organo announced on his Twitter account that Candace is pregnant with the baby due in February. Best of luck and congratulations to the wrestling family. I'm pretty sure that I wasn't the only one that, due to the nature of the, vid- the photo, thought, oh, congrats on your dog being pregnant. I don't think this is worth putting on Twitter. But on further enhancement, you can clearly see that that is a child. It is <laughs> they a... They did not get a... a, 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 a what do they call it? What do you... Sonogram? A, is it a sonogram to see the baby? Yes. Yeah, like to get the dog a sonogram. It's like, look, puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they really are weird dog people. Okay. But no, not the case. Definitely mm. definitely human. Definitely a, a human fetus in... Wait, in hold on. There. Just in case of anything in the future. Definitely a human-ish fetus there. You, you never know. It could be an abnormal superhuman being. That comes out that happens to be able to wrestle. You know, hmm. I wonder if this was foreshadowing because in like a follow-up tweet, I guess Johnny was responding to some comments or whatever. He zoomed in on one of the sonogram photos and he pointed out and said, that's a hand. I wonder if you don't think it's going to be just a hand. Do you think he's a good hand? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just hoping the baby's not just a hand. Oh, yeah, you know, I know you're talking about the actual physical hand, like a stupid Attitude Arrow gimmick program, (laughs) but I was referring to maybe, instead of giving birth to a super super pro wrestler who's going to be at the top of the game, he's just just a good hand, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. What what if it's just a good hand, man? Like, I don't know. I think you should wait, Johnny, and don't worry that maybe he will be a high level, or she will be a high level performer. 
And my guess, and this is me, I'm going to take a guess. I'm looking at the two. And I want to see if you want to pick who has the more dominant genes, I'm going to say it's going to be a girl. I'm just saying it straight off the gate. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how it works, but I think uh, it's going to be a girl. That's In my the... guess. Go ahead. I don't know. I was just going to say that's my guess. Okay. Not a scientist. In the thread, uh, someone posted a tweet uh, from Johnny from last year where he said if uh, if when when they ever ha- when they have kids if they have kids if it's, if they have a girl her name is going to be Amanda Lorian what a fucking nerd <laughs> and she's going to be bullied i guess you want to make her tough you know and from what i understand about <laughs> unless she about, just never tells anyone what her middle name is if what i know about wrestling is true then it stands to reason that she will definitely be a professional wrestler after that because every wrestler in their mother either has been a bully or has dealt with bullies their whole life. Mm-hmm. Damien Priest. Yeah, that's the most recent one. I guess that's our segue to... And I don't know if I'm Damien right Priest. or wrong, but like... Wasn't Sheamus somebody who didn't like bullies also at one point? At one point. As a face, I'm pretty sure. Like, the, everybody just goes through the th- goes through it. Like, I don't, you know what? I don't think John Cena has. <laughs> now that I think about it, I don't recall John Cena saying anything about bullies or being bullied. Hmm. He, I mean, he probably he at might some have, point. Right? He probably at some point said, "Listen, kids, don't be a bully," or something like that. Something like that. But I don't think he's ever admitted to being bullied ever. <laughs> like, no. Which is a smart thing to do. Right. So that was Damian Priest's thing for this week. That was about so, it, wasn't uh, it? Well, he so, might become the, the United States champion. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, they got a match at SummerSlam, right? Yeah. Hmm. uh, Sheamus accepted his challenge. And I'm going to call BS on that being like a steel face mask. Like, it's like hard. I don't think it's made of steel. It's probably probably, um, some kind of plastic that's like 3D printed. Yeah, sure. I just I I don't know if his injuries as bad as they're saying it is either. Sure, it's not like Miz. Yeah, is yeah that could stop too. We we knew that was gonna happen. Like when it's all said and done between AEW and Monday Night Raw, you never had the Elite or Kenny Omega playing with a child's toy. And calling it a dripstick. <laughs> you never had that. You have no. other weird stuff with them. But you never have that. And nothing close to a winking doll. So they've Wasn't got that, that going for them. That has to be... I know I've said this before. And I've said it. And I'm going to say, you know, wrestling can be anything Mm -hmm. but it also shouldn't be nothing Hmm. because to me that is that's nothing this is a black hole 
that is sucking in otherwise okay talent and just not using them to their full potential. Because you have Dewdrop, who, Piper Nevin, who right. has been doing pretty good. And you put her in a match with someone she can flatten, like a pancake, no problem. Mm-hmm. And you do her dirty like that. Come on, man. So let's... How am I supposed to ever take her seriously? What I guess the intention is not to. Because anybody falling for that dumb voodoo bullshit is not getting a push anywhere. I think you have to suspend disbelief a little bit. Not so much as far as believing the doll is like really alive or something, right? But okay. let's, let's take it from... Piper's perspective. You're saying the doll, it's just a stupid doll. It's just an ugly doll. It is particularly ugly. It's not like it's not alive. And you're walking towards it and it winks at you. No, it doesn't wink at me. Hold on. It's just sitting there. There's a video that says she's winking. Right. So, so you see, you see, now you're 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 pulling you're you're pulling at the threads a little too much. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know, I know exactly what you're saying. What you're saying is, sit down, shut up, <laughs> and eat your slop, you fucking pig. Well, let me ask because you that's what Vince McMahon is telling me. <laughs> yes. Let me ask you one question: Did you watch any of the Chucky movies? All of them. Did you enjoy them? Yeah, because they're movies about a doll that murders people. All right. It's not a TV show about wrestling. (laughs) But if wrestling can be anything, why can't this be about a psychotic doll that apparently has influenced people like Genghis Khan and the Zodiac Killer? I can't believe you're defending this. I can't believe you're defending this. You can't possibly seriously be defending this. This is obviously for contents. You're trying to get memed or whatever the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> you're trying to, uh, what is it, blow up or be lit or whatever they're calling it. But let me tell you, you're not going to get that from here. I'm, okay? just trying to, I'm just trying to keep an open mind about what it is I'm watching. I'm watching grown-up adults pretend fight where they already know who's going to win, right? And now there's a doll that may or may not be alive. Look, here's the thing. I try not to go into conversations like this because as it is, the older I get, there's more reasons for me not to watch any of this or do any of this. Mm-hmm. So you're not helping me, and you're not helping this podcast survive. <laughs> because it's go- eventually it's going to be you telling me what happened and me going, I'm glad I'm gone. <laughs> it's like the super card conversation that comes up in Fortnite every once in a while, mm-hmm. but stretched out over an hour and a half. I'm trying to be positive. So I'm going to take this. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to put it in a box. All right. I'm going to close the box. I'm going to wrap it up in gift wrap. You know, the more time I take, the more it relaxes my nerves, kind of like a hobby, uh, something very easy. 
you know, I don't, I'm not very good at wrapping gifts. I'm going to take it and then I'm going to get a shovel and I'm going to (laughs) dig and I'm going to dig until I can't dig anymore. Until my body is ravaged with exhaustion from digging and I'm going to drop it in the hole and then I'm going to make sure to cover it with the dirt. And of course I will put seeds for a tree and hope and then never ever for it to be seen again and to make sure i don't know where this is by the way it's the woods by the way i don't know the difference between tree one and tree two so i'll never find it and then i'm gonna get blackout drunk (laughs) to forget that i was digging in the first place that's what i'm gonna do with this and then you're just going to wake up in the woods all freaking dirty and be like, what the fuck happened? Exactly. Exactly. And it would all have been worth it because that would have been put out of my mind. Okay. All right. Cool. That's how I feel about this. There's plenty of positive things, but this ain't it. This ain't it. All right. So speaking of things being left in the woods to die, did... WWE bringing in Rick Boogs kill Elias. I don't think that's what killed Elias. I think it's part of it. Because when you're in Vince McMahon world, there's only room for one guitar guy. Mm -hmm. And it just so happens that people like electric guitars more. And that's just progression. We're not using horses for a reason. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what Elias is. He's a horse. Now, of course, what I'm about to say is important because I think we're all being played. We're being played right now, and I can see the pieces. One of those pieces, and you're probably not going to get this, but this all goes together. And this follows a tradition a tradition that goes back to the Carney days of working the marks. Baron Corbin losing everything is one character. He no longer has the ability to beg. Imagine being, as I'm going to refer to him from now on, as this podcast will refer to him, bum-ass Baron Corbin, <laughs> as made, as co- the phrase coined, by maybe they're not friends anymore because why wouldn't he help his friend Pat McAfee? Mm-hmm. So I think Baron Corbin losing his way. I think Elias losing his way. I think Elias being dead. And I think the termination of Bray Wyatt is a work. I think that the cult of Rotunda is a WWE thing. And I think he's going to save these men. And it's going to be a stable, brother. And maybe it's just these three guys. Maybe there'll be more guys. Who knows? Strowman could be back. You know? They did recently release a shirt from him after firing him. Exactly. Look, I'm not saying that's why. I'm just saying we should all keep an open mind. We should all keep an open mind because it's very interesting how Baron Corbin's life is falling apart and is becoming someone that's willing to do anything. 
and Elias, he says WWE used to stand for walk with Elias. And now, where we would all walk with Elias, he's turned us all into Batista. We walk alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is a very tumultuous time for all of us, especially those of us who no longer have Elias to walk with. Indeed, which is all of us. Some people were not walking with Elias, Rich. Fools. And I know they're very foolish, and I know it's very easy for to, to dismiss them as such. But we got to be, we got to have more empathy. These people, they, they don't have anything. Some of them don't know what it's like to walk with Elias. They've always been alone. But for us, the second set of footprints have always belonged to Elias. And now we're all left alone. And that void needs to be filled. And I really think that we're all being taken for a ride here. Hmm. The floor is yours. It's an interesting theory. Um, interesting point about that is that Bray Wyatt has yet to change his Twitter handle from uh, his WWE name. Exactly. I don't know if they would go quite as far as they did to announce his release. Um, by the way, it also came out months ago. I don't know if this was actually announced, but um, JoJo is no longer with WWE. Well, that see that I that's one of those things. That's a JTG thing. I I I thought she was gone already, so it doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, she was just off TV for. A pretty long time. A, a long time. And for most people, she was probably gone already. That's why they say quietly. Yeah. Because they might, for all we know, they might have made the announcement and no one cared. Could be. Because or maybe we. I announced it here and we just forgot about it. I don't know. <laughs> if you don't remember, there's a chance it didn't happen. Yeah, probably. Or maybe not. You know, it's dishonest to say otherwise, to say for sure. I mean, it's a long time ago. Indeed. It, who knows when? Yeah, I don't have any idea. Um, Is this Raw? Raw was weak this week, I think. What are you talking about? What are you paying attention I think well, I was. I was I'm just talking about notes. Elias. That happened on Raw. That's it, a really big deal. I mean, it, it did, but as far as like the action and storyline progression, well, it didn't really go. I mean, Rhea Ripley's hair got shorter. Did That's, it? That yeah. I stopped looking at that. Well, you're because you're afraid one day it's going to be gone. Unlike she can't be brave like Serena Deeb. And mm. just go all the way right away. She's got to do like a gradual, like as you go, like a reverse chia pet uh, kind of thing. And that's fine. And I appreciate that. It's not my place. I don't care. It, it, it might be better. It might be aerodynamically better. I think, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin was right. Who needs hair? Hair doesn't get you over. Mm. If anything, not having hair might get you over more. What? I said, if anything. What? You're being very rude to me. <laughs> You're leaving these big gaps for me to say what? 
I'm trying to help you. Okay. Most I, of this podcast is me talking and then a really long line for your just nothing. <laughs> I, I shaved my thing. head. I already shaved my head, so I know that that helps me. Yeah, but you see, that's the thing. Sometimes there's exceptions to the rule. I see. Like you might be, you might be carrying crossing it, you know, mm. and I mean. it's it's not your fault that hmm. you're not getting over being bald. Okay, it's just that the thing that got Steve Austin over wasn't just being bald. There were other things, mm-hmm. and they took these things away from carrying cross. Now here's my question: If you you're beat. You beat the guy. Mm-hmm. His first win in forever since and ever since joining the company. Mm-hmm. He loses to Jeff Hardy on Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. The man comes back to fight Jeff Hardy. Not only do you put him in a competitive match with Jeff Hardy that goes over commercial, but it's a it's it's a fair match. It's not one sided at all. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't he be winning in a more dominant fashion? Yes, of course. There was like the, you know, the after, uh, the after beatdown, which you know, thank God, kind of saved it. But like, the reaction is like people are booing, so it's not like there's nothing. Mm-hmm. But it's not where it should be. Right. It's just, and now he's talking to an hourglass. He shouldn't have to talk to an hourglass. He has a girlfriend. Maybe he communicates with Scarlet through the hourglass. I'm afraid that you can't be trusted anymore. <laughs> because Listen, not only they haven't do you want to that... talk people into this doll shit, but now it's a magic hourglass. Do we know that it's not? No, we don't. No one has said this is just an hourglass. There's nothing special about it. He just this, likes talking to it. This is all this is all because Elias is not walking with us. I think this is why <laughs> you you've lost your way. You've lost your way. It's you're out of control. Speaking you're of out people of losing their way. The original plan, I don't remember if we talked about this. The original plan for Karrion Cross was that he would lose to Jeff Hardy for a couple of weeks in a row. Eventually, uh, I think Scarlett would realize that he needs her, and then upon her return, he can't be beat. This means that he's nothing without mm-hmm. his chick, right. and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of bad. It's like, okay, so he's not like an unstoppable force? Well, He's some kind of like, um, like a summoned creature? Relying on the mana of his master. The story that they would have I've told. I've watched this anime before. And Which it one? doesn't end up well. It's a few of them, right? Yeah. The I think the story they were supposed to tell was that she keeps him focused. You know what keeps me focused? If I were him, trying to stay champion and get to the top. And I do that by beating the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. That's how I do that. Like, I get what you're saying, but, like, this is whack, man. It's like she's the urn. Is she an urn? She could be an urn. Oh, 
Man, I, I, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to do with this guy, but I, I She's still an hourglass-shaped urn. I can't get over the fact that he lost to Keith Lee last week, and he's just not going to get that win back. Keith Lee wasn't even on Raw. So you beat him, and the guy that beats him is nowhere to be found. He's just gone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's positivity somewhere. The problem is when shit gets derailed, they it's like they didn't have to have Karen Cross on TV the week that Jeff Hardy the two weeks that Jeff Hardy was out with COVID. If you were gonna do this, why not wait till he's not the NXT champion? What's the rush? That too. You, you know, know what I mean? Are there presumably holes? that's only gonna be for another week and change. He's probably gonna drop to Joe. I mean, Jeff Hardy can beat him, so why can't Samoa Joe? Right. Keith Lee can beat him. Why can't Samoa Joe? Mm-hmm. It's obvious that he's beatable. You showed us that. Mm-hmm. I you, you I just got to be more focused than him. I wonder if part of the reason to for him to lose was to bury NXT. Like considering you see what's been happening after it kind of makes a little sense because that's before the cut started happening and the Mm -hmm. rumors about it being changed and stuff like that yeah it's kind of a weird time in wwe and nxt right now 205 live has a new definition 205 ish yeah two or 205 asterisk 205 plus They should just put the plus. Everything yeah. has a plus now. The just put plus the is... plus. Yeah. Just put the plus, man. Like, what is it going to hurt? You could make it a cool plus. Whatever kind of design you want for the plus. You could make it a plus that looks like that Iron Cross that Triple H always has in his stuff. Do there that. I don't know. It's weird. Speaking of weird, what do you think of... Uh... Um, Index's first date. Look, at least they're trying something that's not stupid. Mm-hmm. Like a funny, like, something you'd see on, like, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond or something. I just picked a random sitcom. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not sure how, how, how true that is. But, yeah. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah, every, Everybody Loves Raymond wasn't as slapstick as this Index stuff. I as soon as soon as the cake or that little cake or pie or whatever it was came out, I knew it was gonna end up on someone. The fact that it was Dexter was probably the best. It it it's a it's a real um. What's the word I was gonna look for? It's gonna be a really cool thing that I was just gonna say. I can't wait to hear it. It's gone now. It's gone forever. I forgot. <laughs> well. I'm just trying not to get myself buried on my own podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it's like uh, it's like Chekhov's gun. It's a it's a it's a it's a device like in movies and stuff like that. Because if you see, you know, a gun on the mantle, at some point someone's going to use the gun. It's a mm. real it's a real Johnny Wrestling's cake thing. Yeah, that happening, you know, mm-hmm. a real Johnny Cake situation. It's going to get used. 
There. It, it's like stuff on The Simpsons that looks like it's in the background, but it looks a little bit more highlighted than the background stuff. So you're like, someone's going to move that at some point. That's going to get used. Yep. Or like, you know, when the when the person who takes the table out, you know, well, eventually they're going through it. Yep. 100%. All the time. Every time. You think we'd be on to this. Like a channel be going, you're going through. You're going through. I think, I think there's a couple of times that didn't happen. Maybe that's Not why. Enough times. Maybe that's why Bubba always had Devon get the table out. So, because if Bubba took the table out, he he'd go through it. Yeah, probably. What's this? What do you? What's how long do you think Ricochet has left? On his catering contract, or what? Before he's on that list. Oh, I don't know if. Um, I feel like he's a guy that you would keep just to make sure he's not having like ten star matches with a Will Osprey again. Yeah, so pro- I'd say probably at least two years. Uh, I th- I think they'll uh, let him at least run out this contract. I'm um, not saying I want him to lose his job. I'm just saying it's shocking, you mm-hmm. know, that he's been around as long as he has and. One thing about NXT bugged me a little bit. Do you remember Hit Row's little segment they had? Well, maybe, maybe not. But what if someone's listening to the podcast and they don't know what you're talking about? So you don't. So you should describe it. You don't Um, remember the Hit Row segment? Okay, great. I I just no. Listen, I do. But what if somebody's listening and they don't know? Like not everybody catches everything. So I'm going to describe it. So they were in what looked like a truck, like a U-Haul truck, right? And they had a trash can fire going, and they were talking about. um, It's weird that they had a trash can fire going in a truck. Yeah, like that's they my don't point. Got heat? Are they so street? You know. Well, forget the heat. What about the smoke? How do you know the smoke is going to go out of the truck? Why wouldn't it fill the truck first? Interesting. Well, did you see all angles of the truck? No, we only saw from the 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 camera pointing pointing inward into the truck. Exactly. So it's probably open. Sure, it's going to be open in, in the back, but how is it not still? Because the smoke is just going to go up. Maybe they have like a fan or something, like one of those big fans. They might have. Like I those didn't... ones for gymnasiums and stuff like that. Maybe. I didn't notice anyone's hair moving. I didn't hear a fan. I, I think it's just it's that, it's that magic. Like if there's a fan and they don't want you to hear the fan, you're telling me there's nothing available to stop that, Mr. You're telling me if they want to pipe whiz? in extra cheers for someone like Drew McIntyre, they can't do it without editing out Michael Cole talking about John Cena? Well, you would think the two things are related. <laughs> but they might not be. I just think somebody <laughs> fucked up and didn't do what they were supposed to do. <laughs> they fell asleep at the editing machine. It's something like 16 that, 16 right? time... What? 16 time what? 16 It's from the future, I'm telling you. I mean, he was really talking about John Cena, but he was talking about Drew McIntyre for the future. We talked about this on the podcast last week. Two down, 14 to go. They, they, they He got over in the future so hard that it just reverberated through time, and we mm-hmm. all know. And, uh, you know, it's funny that's, that you mentioned Drew McIntyre. It's like now he's telling more stories. 
He's still telling stories, but at least this is like a real story, kind of. And they're shorter. Yeah, like a real, like, short story. But it's like, it's just leading to when Drew eventually faces off against a monster heel, and they break the real sword, mm-hmm. quote. And, like, it'll be a real Hulkster getting his his necklace snatched off by Andre the Giant type moment. Can you, know? you can you break a sword that was made from the tooth of the Loch Ness monster? Uh, I think if a monster is strong enough, then he can. Hmm. Like a hero always runs into uh, a, an adversary that is like in, in the best stories that is superior to them in every way, and they're the antithesis of them morally. So he'll have no qualms about breaking this sword, and no matter what the origin is, because maybe his knee is made out of something else. I don't know. Where and hopefully he doesn't chop his leg off in the process. I mean, hopefully, no, he won't, because like if I'm 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 imagining it like over like a knee, mm-hmm. you know, and flat. So right. like if it's not the edges, it's like if you hit it in the right spot, I guess he'd have to be careful. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more oh. likely to bend than shatter. And it's like, look, I know what you're doing with the sword of the stone bullshit, hmm. but the story isn't that he puts it in the stone and pulls it out. Mm-hmm. The story is that he pulls the stone, pulls the sword from the stone. Right. He doesn't put it in just to pull it out later. That's something else. Like, you... you <laughs> stop Sorry. trying to be gross. <laughs> so, listen to me, guys. <laughs> Excalibur wasn't a Claymore also. Right. Let's throw that out there. Yeah. Okay? So if you're going to do this, don't do that. If you want, just you could like have an elaborate entrance where there's a lady and the lady puts the sword in there. Whatever. I don't know. Or it'd be even cooler if they, if, wow. I wonder if SummerSlam, if they could do like a pool. Like some kind of a pool, the lady and in the like, lake thing. Yeah, there's like a lady in the lake, and she she it, it slowly extends the sword up, and, and Drew he receives the sword. What, what, what was this? And but, but his pyros can't go name? off. Angela. Angela. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But his pyros can't go off until he puts the sword into the stone. Well, maybe. It's well, maybe they could do it different where the pyro will go off when he receives the sword from the lady of the lake. I hate this stupid thing. <laughs> I'm just trying to help them. <laughs> I just don't understand. It's like, why he can't even use the sword because he'll kill someone with it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Why is he allowed to have a deadly weapon? Where is Sonia Deville and that other guy? Adam Pierce? Yeah. Which, by the way, Sonya Deville, this isn't going to turn into one of those because this is a contract signing. Hmm. And two ladies come down, oh, I guess this is it. Mm -hmm. I'll allow it. It's like, what are you talking about? I got to say, great gear on everyone involved. And what kind of ship is Sonya Deville and Adam Pearce running here? That... Bum-ass Baron Corbin stole the money in the bank briefcase from Big E. 
please don't tell me we're doing this thing again where somebody steals the briefcase and the person we want to cash in is not going to cash it in. Well, if Corbin signs his name on the contract that's inside the briefcase, WWE has told us that it is then Baron Corbin's briefcase and his contract. That's true. That That is the law of the land in the rule book that they don't have, but they do have, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have the rules. Right, because that happened literally two weeks ago with Cena. I know. I know that. I'm and we talked about the rule book. I've not seen it. If they missed last week, then they're gonna be in a lot of trouble trying to get it to the get it onto the island of relevancy. That's right. It's gonna it's gonna be a very hard time. It doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You're not getting on that island because mm-hmm. you're not listening. You're not listening. Uh, what 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 what's you know? I was kind of shocked because I really didn't. I was watching Kinsuke knock a Continental Champion before he became the champion. And he was wrestling, and I, I swear to God, because I'm watching it, and for the first time, I don't notice the hashtag IC title. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the match, and I'm like, all right, great. This is one of those things where if Nakamura, Nakamura beats Paulo Cruz, he's going to get a title match. And then he wins, and they give him the belt, and I'm like, what? <laughs> title match? Oh, shit. IC title. Yes. All right. Great. <laughs> I wonder why uh, the King of Wakanda doesn't have the championship anymore. I wonder, I wonder if they're doing something different with him or just feud these two guys. Well, they it, probably figured that one of the titles was going to change hands on Rampage, so they wanted to get some headlines first. They wanted to get some trending. I mean... Ha- hashtag and new. I, I care more about the Kings Kinsuke Naka Continental Champion, hmm. you know, than I do about... That sounds like, very difficult to say, by the way. I can say it because I made it up. Cool. I'll try it again. Kinsuke Naka Continental Champion. There you okay? go. You heard it here first. Mm-hmm. You put some respect on his name. Okay. I'm, su- I'm surprised that this, this didn't open with you gushing over the John Cena-Roman Reigns promo battle. That they had on Friday, which was yesterday. It was very good. I won't say great. I thought the acknowledgement of CM Punk was weird. It's like, are you trying to hype your competitor's show, potentially? Is Punk not signing with AEW? And you guys know that, but I don't know. It was weird. Uh, I just think it's John Cena going like, well... A lot of the things I say now can't really be considered edgy, but the marks out there that know this deep shit, they're going to get popped over this, so this is what I'm going to do, type of thing. That's what I think it is. Because, like, not a lot, normies don't really know that. Yeah. Like, it was a, and plus, it, to end the defense, it is a long time ago in wrestling years. Mm-hmm. So, like, you're going to catch that. I'm going to catch that. A lot of guys are going to catch that. A lot of people that listen to podcasts about wrestling are going to know that. But not a lot of normies would. Mm-hmm. So that I didn't think much of it with that. Like everything. And look, it's obvious John Cena is not, like he's not mentally stable right now. Like he's very busy. You know, he still doesn't know that Taiwan's a country. That's hard for people. Mm-hmm. Um, he's working really hard promoting his movie in costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, 
you know, he's got the number one movie in the box office. He beat The Rock. So, again, he's beat The Rock again because before he beat The Rock for the championship. I think, the, I think the franchise behind Cena's movie versus whatever Rock's movie is about, he, he's a tour guide in the jungle. On a, He's a river tour guide. It's... Mm. Oh, but Dude, it's funny because they got Rock the boat for the for the theme, and he's a boat. That wasn't my rock. point. I don't care if it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like those movies usually make a million dollars. Well, more than a million. They, they, those movies in, in a normal climate would make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, like both of those movies were released on streaming and theaters on the same day. So obviously, they're like I was just trying to say something like Cena finally it, you know beating the rock at the box office mm-hmm. is kind of cool you know I, I, if you want to be literal yeah that fucking Jungle Cruise movie I saw is a piece of shit that's not <laughs> what this was going to be about wow okay okay like honestly it, it, it was it was basically it's like we like Pirates of the Caribbean but Johnny Depp we kind of threw him under the bus and we can't really do that because no one's going to watch Pirates of the Caribbean anything without Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do this with The Rock. And apparently his his uh, production company is like a big part of it. Ah. So, so yeah. I could spoil the movie right now. You want me to spoil the movie right now? It's okay by do, me. I spoil the movie it. Jungle Cruise? Go for it. Hey, spoilers for the movie Jungle Cruise. Don't freaking bother, okay? <laughs> the, I'm supposed to believe that The Rock is a conquistador who was cursed to 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 live forever along the Amazon River. It's the 1920s or whatever, and I can't talk about it anymore. I hate it now. I, I don't want to talk <laughs> about it. It's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's it's the it's the typical. She's the best, and is is she the smartest? Uh, smarter than all us dumb idiots? Look at us. Um, it's it's not. And it's not. That's not the only reason it sucks. It's just not good. It's mm. got bad CGI. It's Pirates of the Caribbean, but we're doing it in the jungle. And it's Rock's tiny boat. And I say that because any boat with a rock in it is a tiny boat. Makes sense. Just don't Oof. rock the boat. But yeah, um, so yeah, my point was, it's obvious that John Cena's not in his right mind. May, right. May, some might say The Rock is less of his right mind, but I think The Rock, the reason why some of his movies aren't great is because he's not self-aware. Like, he knows, he, he knows that he's super awesome, and everything he does, even if it's not the best, it's The Rock's best. So, and for him, that's enough. You know, when you're as accomplished as The Rock, you'll do whatever the fuck you got to do to make that money. And you're going to make it. You'll make the money. Mm-hmm. But my point was that John Cena is not in his right mind. If he were in his right mind, he would never say these things to the tribal chief. But he knows he's going to get his ass beat. His life is in great danger. That's why he's saying these things. That's why I don't understand. That's what's leading me to this erratic behavior. And I'm glad you brought that up. That He knows he's going to be in for bodily harm. Does he want to get the smoke? 
Those hands are rated E for everyone. Hmm. He's not afraid to give to, 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 to give these hands. You say it now because Braun Strowman's gone right now for now. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's to get this work. And even Roman Reigns, he's not going to bury. He didn't bury John Cena, really. He mm-hmm. respects him. They do it different on this island. Hmm. He respects John Cena. But John Cena's going to get smashed. And and, and and the part where 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 Cena's like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, you know I, I I could take a lot I could take a lot of I could take a lot of damage, your your boy Heyman knows that or whatever he said I'm like, you didn't win that match. <laughs> Suplex City was game over. I think it was like that was the crack, like the armor was already cracked and like, you know. Brock Lesnar took a thunder spear to that body and just shattered him. Mm. There's nothing left of John Cena. That John Cena, like, after after Suplex City, that John Cena ceased to exist, and that's why you got this one. You know? Mm -hmm. Whatever this one is, I don't even know. It it might be a John Cena shade, because as far as I know, the real John Cena perished in the Firefly Funhouse. As far as we know, yeah. I don't know. If I mean, if he didn't, we don't know how he got out. Or we don't know what part of him was left there, and this is what's left. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be. It could be. It could explain a lot of things about uh, John Cena. And for the record, Seth Rollins is not Roman Reigns' fault. I just want to put that out there. Correct. Because he started losing his shit long after they split up the shield. Yep. It was long after he lost the championship. Yeah, Seth was on top for a while. Yeah, so I don't know what seed is talking about right there. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it was. It wasn't Roman that drove Ambrose out. Yeah, it wasn't Roman that drove Nikki Bella out. It was Missionary Johnny. <laughs> apparently. So, as far this is what I thought about that promo. Cena's half of the promo got the hype going. Roman's part of the half the promo was very, very good. I think Roman was better at just maybe it's just that I like Roman's character more than I like the Cena character. But also like Cena's wasn't great. It was it was hype, but it wasn't as good. Like the the content wasn't as good. Rome, you know, Roman took a shot, like you said, Nikki Bella. That, um, you know, missionary Johnny. Oh, I thought you were gonna come out with some new material. Here's the thing: people are saying that John Cena won that, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't think he did, because I agree with you. I'm sitting there and I'm watching. Thank you. I'm watching, and I say. Because with Roman Reigns, and I've said this before, and I said it's because I believe him. Mm-hmm. I believe everything Roman Reigns says. I can't believe everything John Cena says anymore from what I know about him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just unhear what he pulled with Taiwan. I'm mm-hmm. not going to, I can't unhear that. Like, I, I get it. This is a TV show, but you came out with the real bullets yourself. And all Roman Reigns had to do. He would have shut you down right there, but he didn't want to cost Vince future money, and there was no way you'd be able to recover from that. Like, mm-hmm. 
he has the only real bullet in the gun, and he won't fire it, is what I'm saying. Could you imagine if if, if Roman said to Cena, hold on, hold on a second. Tell me honestly. It's Taiwan a country. Like, if he pulled that, bro, that, and he's still working there, then he's Teflon. Mm-hmm. You know? And... What was I going to say? Oh. And, like, it, it, there's easy ways to do it. It's like, you know, like, hey, Beijing Johnny. You know, stuff like that. Anything. Mm-hmm. But he won't. They can't. It's too... It's too culturally sensitive. Uh, I think they're. I don't. I think they're trying to get into that market because it's such a big market. It's a huge market. There's. They supposedly wanted to open a uh, performance center, at least in India, and it probably would have served China also. Um, but I think they eventually wanted to do both. Have a performance center in both India and China. I don't, yeah, probably both separate because I don't know how relations are between those two countries i don't know about the, the relations either i know i mean obviously there would be a language issue but so it would probably make more sense to do both but at least temporarily because like you know they're eventually we're eventually planning on opening a performance center in europe like that's why guys like Walter, who is not from the uk and uh, there's a couple others i don't remember who are in nxt uk just because UK is a closer option than Florida. Yeah, right, right. But like people like people in Europe that are outside of England speak multiple languages, so it's easier. Like uh Ilya, Ilya Dragunov. I think he's I I'm actually not sure what nationality he is. He's obviously Look, not British though. Honestly, I think you better make sure that you get people from places that don't have a lot of sun because they're very tough people. They're very hard people. Hmm. So, like, a lot... That's why a lot of NXT UK guys, you look at them, you know, like, if it was down to me and him, I'd be in a lot of trouble because as much as my winters are, are bad here, they're not that bad as used to be anymore. But, like, I don't know. Some of the weather in their locale seem pretty miserable. Yeah, the UK wrestlers... Like, that's one common theme among all of them, that they are super, super, just, like, badass tough. That's that's kind of an interesting theme. Um, like, we see, like, I've never been to the UK, I've, but I've seen movies. And, like, every movie I see, like, someone... I've never from, been to the UK, but I've seen movies. That's both of us, man. Yeah, I know. But, like, um... Like if it's an American movie and someone from the UK comes in, they're a badass. They they're just flat out a badass. Freaking, um, bullet tooth Tony from Snatch, obviously. You know, um, every Jason Statham movie. Not all of them. Some of them aren't great, and they don't do that. Well, but probably the ones. Transporter you've seen. Two Plus. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I saw two. I was like, eh, I could have dealt without that. First transport was very good. Um, but you get what I'm saying. It's it's there's something in the UK culture that there's just some like inherent badassery. Among Kaylee Ray, obviously, Pete Dunne, um, Danny Birch, Fit Finley, William Regal. I could go on. You could, but you don't have to. That's right. 
I mean, honestly. Like, who are you trying to impress here? I don't know if... So, I don't know if it's the lack of sun or if it's the perpetual hostilities between Brits and Irish up there. Well, it's it's an old... It's an older country than us. Mm-hmm. So, I'd imagine there's a lot of ghosts. You know, a lot of, like, uh, dead ancestors, you know? Mm. Like, like, think about it. Think about, like, where you might live over there. And, like, there's a... There's a high possibility you might be two blocks away from from like an ancient mass grave, you know. For all you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a lot of bad juju in there. But That's true, honestly, like Dewdrop should know better. Dewdrop should do Alexa Bliss, just like what her ancestors probably did to witches. Like they had the magic, but we have the tests. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's waiting for the right... I, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait for Dewdrop to turn on Eva Marie and then just be Piper Niven. She's just gonna... One or Vince day will just make her Piper. Alright, and I'm talking about this in a wrestling match. Don't be gross. The test is gonna be one day Piper Niven's just gonna sit on Alexa's face. <laughs> and if Alexa's breathing after 10 minutes, she's not a witch. But also, she's breathing... She's a witch. That's how you test it. <laughs> so if she's not breathing after ten minutes, she's a witch. She's not a witch. If she if she is or she isn't, she's still a witch. Okay. Because that's always what it's been. We're gonna put you at the bottom of this lake, and if you drown, you're not a witch. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if you do, if you don't so drown, if you die, you're a witch, and we're gonna die, burn you. If you die, then I guess we're sorry we accused you. But if you live, you're you're proving us right. And then we're going to have to burn you. Yeah. Because that didn't work. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Anyway, back to the... Have you ever tried to burn something that's soaked? That's not going to work too well. They didn't have, like, hair dryers back then. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole thing. Like, they die in agony. You know, they keep trying. Just because you're wet doesn't mean you can't catch fire. Like, the water just, like, is going to boil on them. Yeah, or it's just going to be, it'll take a while for them to burn to death. And this just went to the end. There we uh, go. Of what I'm willing to speak about on this is this, <laughs> this is kind of ridiculous. All right. I didn't think you'd want to take it that far. That's the WWE Witch Trials. Sure. Hmm. NXT, NXT. We had a vignette for Gigi Dolan. Cool. Not enough for me, but okay. Well, they had to sort of like introduce the character. Like she's obviously... She's wrestled before. She has. But this is like the first time they're giving uh, her character... They're, they're starting to flesh out her character. So she's kind of a goth version of what Priscilla Kelly was without, without most of the sexuality. Oh, so boring. Got it. Um... Talk this about one, taking away the cool things. This is one of those, this is a start, we're going to build from here. You, th- there's Lego blocks. You can't, you, you, you're putting one in at a time. You can't just build a house. You got to build a foundation. This is part of the foundation. What? Oh my God, what is, she's reaching into her tights? What is that? Oh my God, she's, she's got a tampon. She's going to put tampon in Raquel Gonzalez's mouth. Oh my god! 
there is no way that would ever happen in WWE. No, it won't. But it's kind of funny to talk about it. It's hilarious to talk about it. Yeah. Public traded company. Listen, it's hard for me to invest any kind of care in everything that they're doing because I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's like one second I could be into somebody's gimmick, and the next thing I know, they're released. So, Or they're on the main roster with all the gimmicks stripped away. Yeah, or they're Keith Lee. So I got to just wait, <laughs> honestly. You know, and I don't say that as an insult to Keith Lee. It's just an example. It's an example, T-Bar. You know, it's an example, <laughs> Mace. You know, it's just an example. We didn't even see Mace in NXT. Exactly. But I'm just saying, like, this is what you got to do. Mm-hmm. This is what you're doing. Like, they obviously thought they ha- that he had some mic skills when they put him on commentary. Yeah, but I don't know. You know, he wasn't... For anyone I, listening that doesn't know what we're talking about, Dio Madden, by the way. I didn't mind him. Yeah. Like, I did... He wasn't the worst. He's better... He's better than the guys they have right now. Yeah, at, he was, at worst, unnoticeable. And I'm talking about Raw. Yeah, I'm not exactly. talking about SmackDown, obviously. Yeah. Dio Madden, a, when he was announcing, was, at worst, unnoticeable, which is good. That means he, he's already better than Byron. He's already better than King. In these last, the past few years that he had done it. Better than JR the past couple years. Here's what I think. Mm -hmm. I think they messed up putting Cross on Raw. Yes. Because that announced team sucks. If they would have put him, if they tried this on SmackDown, maybe there's a possibility Pat and Cole could have saved him. Like, there's a high possibility. Because I think that's also a... That's I think that's also important, you know, because he would know. Mm-hmm. Like, he probably knows more about Cross than Cole does, and just to let him know, you know, like he knows about NXT stuff. But I don't know how much of that the old man is going to let him talk about. Yeah, McAfee's energy level is infectious, and I that's one of a variety of reasons why SmackDown is better than Raw. The two hours versus three hours also helps. Raw is a drag. This is something we've said a million times. Two hours is better than three. You know, two, You know that third hour may get them a shit ton of money, but fan engagement and caring about what's going on, three hours is too much. They obviously care more about the money than they do what the fans think of their product. Yeah, I mean, look, I I don't think SmackDown will ever do three hours because it's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Waking Puppets is also the wrong thing to do. So, I don't know. I don't know. I it, it, know. it could be whatever. Uh, I don't know. Boa wrestled a match for the first time in I don't even know how long. And I don't think I had anything else to talk about on uh, NXT. Yeah, man. Look, I... I... Everybody... I don't know how much more excited people could get about Adam Cole versus O'Reilly 
you know, it's already, it's sold. There's no need to sell it, really. Mm-hmm. Um, still no stipulation. Um, I think things went well, probably. Isn't, no. What are you talking about? That's two out of three falls. Yeah, but I'm not, I meant like loser leaves town or whatever oh, because of his okay. contract. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Who knows? Because it's got, something's got to happen. So there's got to be something to that. Or Cole's just going to lose and all of a sudden be on SmackDown, hopefully. On SmackDown and doing the job for Rey Mysterio. That would be the equivalent of what they did to Cross. So you just reminded me. I know you're not playing Supercard right now, but have you seen Dominic Mysterio's new card the for the new uh, SummerSlam tier? What? Have you seen Dominic Mysterio's SummerSlam 21 card? No, because I don't right. play the game. So... He's doing this pose, you know, kind of like Corey Graves used to do the pose because, like, he had uh, tattoos across his fists. So he's doing the pose where he's got his fists together. He got Mysterio tattooed across his fists. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, look, he's proud. I guess it fits, and Gutierrez didn't. Or Guerrero. I... Depending on which last name you want to go by. Well, since, you know, if if your real father's dead, mm-hmm. you know, you might as well stay at the good graces of the guy who thinks he's your father. Yeah, at least publicly. Yeah, exactly. So you get what you need. I'm telling he's going to turn on and be like, you were never my dad. It was I, Eddie. I've, I've said that. This is going to happen. Can't that. It has to. That'll be like the only good thing he ever does. Well, I, I mean, he's got a long career sure. ahead of him probably. Well, hopefully. I mean, you don't know. You never know in this wrestling business. I mean, look at uh, Jason Jordan. You know, he can't wrestle anymore. He's an agent now. Chris Nowitzki. Yeah. But, hey, Edge came back. So, who knows? You think you know him? You know who does think they know him? Seth Rollins. (laughs) That's my Seth laugh. Uh, I thought that you were doing, like, this is how a scumbag laughs. (laughs) No, that's how, how Seth Rollins laughs. That's how Seth Rollins laughs. I can't stand that motherfucker. <laughs> the drip. That it. It okay. Listen, we got Raw. We got SmackDown. You need to talk to Morrison and Miz and figure out which one of you guys can talk about drip. All right, because hmm. this word drip needs to go. <laughs> it needs to go off of one of my shows. Mm-hmm. You know what, Rollins, you don't get to say it anymore because you're on SmackDown. SmackDown is the island of relevancy. You're allowed to stay here. Why are you risking your position? I don't understand this erratic behavior. You should just call it swag. It's obvious. Edge is in his head. Edge (laughs) is in his head. He's not thinking correctly. He's Mm -hmm. not thinking right. And it's going to cost him. It's going to cost him at SummerSlam think so. 100%. Edge is not there to put Seth Rollins over. I hope. Oh, man, he might win. God damn it. 
It's like, what are they doing with this Seth? This Seth feels like, oh, I'm going to hang out in the, you know, just off the title picture kind of Seth, right? Whereas every other Seth was like, I'm the main event. He can't be the main event if he's not facing Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief. Yeah, I wonder how long they're going to be able to keep these guys separated. Hopefully after Edge retires. I don't, think Edge, I don't think Edge is going anywhere. Honestly. Here's the thing. I don't know if I ever expressed this. I was upset when Edge initially retired because it was completely out of the blue and essentially tragic. Because it, like, it was a shock. Because he literally wrestled the night before successfully defending the world title and then announced that the doctors won't let him compete because he has a severe neck injury. He was at or close to the top of his game when he retired. Since he's come back, I, I mean, I was, I'm happy for him that he's back. I'm not connecting with this character. Is he the rated R superstar? What is he right now? Yeah, he's rated R for formerly retired. Ah. It's, it's see, for me, Edge should be a heel. He did his best work as a heel, as the ultimate opportunist, and anything else is kind of just okay. I used to be a heel. I'm not now. Go me. Don't like it. Well, you think you know him. I do think I know him. Hmm. So that's my take on Edge right now. I kind of... I'm I'm glad he's getting to close out his career on his terms. Me too. For me, I'd like that to hurry up a little bit. Or turn heel. Please turn heel. For some reason, I thought he was a heel. But I can't. He can't be a heel against Seth Rollins. I think when he went into it was Roman when it, in the triple threat match. He was. He, I could have sworn he said he was the rated R superstar. If that was the edge that they were gonna get. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily make him a heel. I, that just means he'll do heel. He might do some heelish stuff. I'm I talking don't know. about like he was pretty heelish to Daniel Bryan. Like I, I'm pretty sure. I think he was a heel. I think we talked about that too. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I think. I think he was more on the heel side of that. It like, could I be, think but... the only face in there was Daniel Bryan, which technically shouldn't have been because he's really the heel there. Exactly. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, Daniel Bryan. No, he weaseled his way into this. Like, he even... Edge even literally said that. He weaseled his way in. Well, if you're going to weasel yourself in, you weasel yourself in. Like, why is... Someone that's supposed to be the fan favorite, the you know, the the role model for the kids. So that's what a face is, kinda. Like, why is he using underhanded tactics? Rich, you know what? Heels faces also shouldn't be destroying people's personal property. And Drew McIntyre has done that. I think the 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 book's out the window right now. At least that was retaliatory. I guess, but do two wrongs make a right, you know? No. They don't. I don't know. But I and do even think if, two even if Jinder right wanted, at the same time. Even if Jinder wanted, he wouldn't have been able to give Baron Corbin a lift back to his hotel. Because his bike got all destroyed by Drew. That's true. 
Well, well, he Baron Corbin could still probably ask his friend the Uber driver. I mean, if he if his friend was willing to lend him his little square thing to get, you know, credit card transactions on his phone, which is on his mother's family plan, <laughs> um, he he should be able to get rides from his friend at the Uber. I fi- I figured I the think. square thing was his mom's too. They say that though. It's on SmackDown. They said mm-hmm. it. I missed that. I was paying attention. Yeah, you don't pay attention. You sometimes you got to stop because then you miss cool things. Um, the thing about uh, the whole destroying property thing is like, it, it, like the basic like the the blueprint for for face is gone though. Stone Cold took care of that. Mm-hmm. NDX. You know? I'm just I, I I know Stone Cold is like my my prime example because he's like the guy that everybody thinks about. Yeah, it's true. Honestly, like he was the guy that fucking the glass shattering. That's the paradigm. That's mm-hmm. the the heel face. The heel baby face thing. That's that's why it's no longer like that. Like heels, faces can have an edge to them, mm-hmm. but there sometimes you can't. It's too much, you know. Like some people, they go too hard. But somebody who's not going hard is Ali. He he is looks like he's getting soft a little bit. You know, he's he's warming up to Mansoor man. And yep. I, I can't blame him because those, those, those are some cool jackets. That was a cool jacket. I like that jacket. That's a cool jacket. It's amazing that he got him that jacket and, like, somehow it matched the pants that Ali was wearing. But whatever, you know. He uh, probably he probably took a picture of the pants and sent them to, the, to whoever was the designer of the jacket and said, make something to match for my boy here. I got to say, they're the most fashionable tag team on the roster right now, I got to say. You're probably right. But those are cool jackets. Like, obviously, T-Bar and Mace look like homeless people that escaped from Bellevue uh, <laughs> back when Reagan let all the lunatics out. But um, I, I, I will say that definitely those jackets, aces, top-notch, you know, prime, ready to go out. If, 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 if Ali wasn't a married man with a wife that's loyal, that he would totally be out there with Mansoor, man, just crushing it. I believe you his know? wife is pregnant also. Good for them. And mm. Monsoor Man's out there. Like, they're at the after party. They both don't drink, obviously, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do they do? They, they're going to go. Maybe they're going to go over to the hookah bar, you know? Maybe they don't do that. I don't know. But they're going to just go and hang out and tell people they shouldn't be doing that. And they should really hang out with Monsoor Man, who's just surrounded uh, by his friends and family. Because he definitely does not partake in prostitution. Or anything weird like that. You know, honestly, I think this guy should have more merch. If any at all. And they should definitely get ready. You get ready for King Mansoor. Because it's it's going to... Mansoor Man Mania is going to run wild. <laughs> it's going to run wild. And it's going to start in Saudi Arabia, brother. Where it all began. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. This guy has a gift. I don't care what people say. I don't care if people think that he's a living version of Creator Wrestler. I don't care any story mode. It's a good story. It's going somewhere, and it's going to culminate. And these guys, first they're going to be the tag team champions, and then it's going to be King Mansoor, man. And, you know, he's going to get too big for his britches, and Ali's going to be like, no, man, turn back. I know where this leads. 
Come on. He's like, no, I don't need you anymore. Monsoor Man is greater than you. And then just does the Monsoor Man finisher. One, two, three. Goodbye, Ali. And maybe, and maybe Ali would make a return when he helps the future King Xavier dethrone the evil Monsoor Man. And then help him see the error of his ways and then bring him back to the light. Because... Ali has the heart to save Mansoor Man. And that's how you book. That's how you book. I love it. Someone should take note of every creator wrestler storyline achievement that Mansoor has accomplished. Get a tag team. Win your tag team partner over. That's check. He did that, buying him the jackets and everything. We got to see what the next achievement is, what the next uh, quest he's got. Yeah, and you know what? I I think, you know, we buttered you up enough, and now we have to talk about it. Hmm. We have to talk about it, Uh and I'm, I'm sorry that you might get upset, but we have... Oh, okay. We have we have to do this because this podcast is a wrestling podcast, and obviously this is big wrestling news. Should we start with Dynamite first? Look, man, the longer you wait, it's not like, you know, if all right, we can talk about it if you want. We can talk Dynamite right now. So at least you know, chronologically, I Dynamite I think a Band-Aid, first. you know, I think with a Band-Aid. And really, when does chronologically matter to us? I'm just saying. But, you know, if you want to make excuses as to why you don't want to you know, maybe it's a good idea. Maybe you don't want to go dark so early. You know, no, I don't. I don't, don't want to go on a rampage just yet. Well, that would be during the rampage. Right. I didn't watch dark. Did you watch dark? I never watched dark. Okay. So there's the secret, guys. I'm out of the closet. I don't watch dark. I don't. You know, honestly, I've never watched a single episode. I watched one, the one that Moxley was on. And remember, I, I, I told like, it was like an hour and a half, and there were like 18 matches. It was insane. All right, so you want to talk about it, so let's talk about it. I kind of just want to see what happened on... Let me see if there was anything important. A lot of these matches on Dynamite had run-ins or some kind of outside shenanigans. And one of those outside shenanigans led to a match later, like right after. That was a planned match, according to the announcers. The um, uh, Chris Statlander and Nyla Rose, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird that she lost the match after, like, doing the whole beatdown thing. Yeah, well, that's how they book. It's, it's kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. So, interesting, they were talking about some dissension within the Dark Order because Stu and Uno let... Stu no. Yes. Let the rest of the Dark Order... they Like, they prevented them from helping Hangman Adam Page because that was what Page wanted when he when he was getting beat down by the Elite. Mm-hmm. So, it was only... Like, there were no other Dark Order members out there to support Stu and Uno. Do you think this could be the end? I think it's storyline progression for the Dark Order. 
You love storyline pro- uh, progression for the Dork Order. I do. They're your favorite characters. I like storyline progression in general. So, yeah. um, I don't know. I obviously don't know where it's going to go from here. I don't know if that means that someone is going to come in and sort of take over. Uh-huh. Call the Wyndham? Don't know. No, come on, man. It's like Udo leave that thing. It's like every time someone gets released, join the Dark Order. Da-da-da, join the Dark Order. <laughs> no one's going to take Brody's place, and it's not going to be – he wouldn't do that. Like, I just don't think so. I hope not. It's so – no. Like, there's only one exalted one. There will only be a one exalted one, and no one could ever live up to that. Now, if he's there to carry out his mission, that he's like a, a, a believer, but I don't believe that about him, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be another freaking, um, if he does show up, and it's another faction. Yeah. A lot no of factions. more. <laughs> there are a lot of factions in AEW. I, I think they're just waiting to have, like, the all-faction pay-per-view. They're just trying to fill it up. But I, I think the Taz one's going to fall apart, like, disintegrate completely eventually. This, they, they probably won't be around for that long. Even, um, not on Dynamite, uh, on Dark, there's a faction. The, what are they called? I don't remember. It's uh, Peter Avalon, the... Wingmen, Peter Avalon, Ryan Nemeth, and whoever the hell else has, hangs out oh, with them. Oh, Dark like Ziggler's bro. Yeah. They look a lot alike, man. They really do. So what's the deal, man? Like, what's the deal with, like, people putting people into submissions with, like, objects? Like, we had... I know we're talking about AEW, but... I just saw a picture of uh, Bianca Belair mm. and the and the and the, the boss move, the, the bank uh, statement, the bank statement with her hair. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm not saying anything, leaving this without context. But I'm pretty sure there's a creative mind out there replacing that with a tentacle. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this, that's just something I wanted to mention uh, before we move further into AEW. But yes, continue. Um. Yeah, the only thing really of note was um thing that annoyed me. The whole QT Marshall and Tony Schiavone and... It's QT Marshall. You're correct. Sorry. Yes. QT Marshall and Tony Schiavone and Tony Schiavone's kid. Stop. Just don't. Done with kids. It's bad enough Oldberg's kid is around. We don't need... It's bad enough Dominic is around. We don't need Tony Schiavone's kid. Remember when Tony Schiavone was talking about how, like, his mama once said that you shouldn't talk with your mouth full? And then right after that proceeds to say, well, what does that idiot know? This was after the... Wardlow segment with MJF and he's eating an apple. Ah. And Shivani says, my mama said, don't talk with your mouthful, but what does that idiot know? 
It's, it's, I know <laughs> it sounds like, think about it. Like the way that sentence is put together, it really does sound like he's just called his mother an idiot. Yeah, it's like it doesn't sound like he's saying that about MJF because it's over. It's not like he's saying it over the promo. It's like right after. But the way he just says, like, what does that idiot know? It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, can Tony Schiavone go away now, please? I wonder if JR even looked at him and was like, that ain't me, pal. I wonder if JR heard him. That's true. He might not have heard him. You don't think he's listening sometimes? Think you think he, he has, like, a Tony Schiavone filter? I wish I had a Tony Schiavone filter. They could, you could market that. That's right, Jim. And that's nothing. right, Jim! No, that's only Sting! <laughs> no, he, like, what if, like, one time he gets super kicked by uh, the Elite and, like, he's got, like, a tick? So, like, all the all the things are like that? Just like randomly, like throughout the the broadcast, like it's it's you know what it's almost like if he's talking and like a midget kicks him right in the junk. So so kind of <laughs> like what um Goldust was doing after he got shocked. Oh, like it's like yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, I, I like I like how getting shocked may or may not give you Tourette's. Uh, look, it was it was an interesting time to be a wrestling fan during those. So it, it, it was good because you're not old enough where it's dumb and you're not young where you don't get it. Yes. So you, you're, you're really in the sweet spot. That's why it worked when it did. Yeah. So now I guess. Oh, so, yeah, the Jericho gets to face MJF now. Is there a stipulation on it? Oh, I think there's no music. Oh, the for... Judas Effect is banned also. Yeah. Oh, do you think he's going to bring back the walls of Jericho as a finisher? Maybe. What would he call it, though? He can't well, call it the walls uh, of they, Jericho. They, they called it the walls on Dynamite. Oh, okay. That shows how much I listen. So I, I guess he could do that. He could do the lion salt, and, you know, of course, the knees will come up. But can uh, he do the lion salt? He doesn't have to call it that. No, but can he do it? Can, I, oh, gravity. I don't right. know. I don't know. I, I think... Center gravity's in a different spot now. I, I think he needs to speak to the man that gravity forgot. Maybe he can Ooh. help him. Hmm. Remember that nickname. That's right. He's a bastard now, that guy. Yeah, he's such a bastard, but mm. I, I, think he, I think he's willing to tap into the... Yeah, but he's got problems of his own. You know, he's got to face off against Andrade, you know. Mm-hmm. And apparently Andrade has to show him who the boss is, I guess. And we all know it's Tony Danza. I thought it was Angela. You know. She she thought she was. Oh, but at the end at who, the end of the episode, we always knew. Well, who's paying who? <laughs> well, listen, if this was filmed now, I would say that he was paying her. But... I guess she was the boss, but it wasn't. It was a question mark, Rich. <laughs> it was a question mark. It wasn't. The, the, the question was asked. It's who's the boss. It's not who's the boss. It's Angela. Okay. It's a question. It's like who's really the boss here? You know, who's really the boss? 
You did this. I did. I'm just I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you all know. There's a question mark. That's there all is. I'm saying. So let's talk about the Impact World Title. Let's talk about that. So now relevant Impact Title. Right. No, it's still not relevant. But so eh, Omega beat Sammy Callahan for the Impact World Title. Correct. Omega beat Moose for the TNA world title that he found in the trash. Correct. Christian beats Kenny Omega for the Impact world title and also gets the TNA world title. But there's no mention of the TNA world title. From the trash. Right. Why did Impact even bring back the TNA world title? Uh... They don't have the money to make an undisputed uh, TNA championship. So wh- why not? So why have... Mm. So Kenny Omega should still be the TNA World Heavyweight Champion because only the Impact World Championship was on the line. Well, they kind of messed themselves up with the whole I could defend a title that I found in the garbage. Right. Kind of thing. That's where they kind of screwed up and you really can't blame Kenny for that. You kind of can't. You can blame Callus. Can I blame Christian? I'd like to blame Christian. Well, you can't blame Christian because all he did was beat the best wrestler in the world. Asterisk. According to them, mm-hmm. in a wrestling match. Right. That's Kenny Omega's first L in how long? The damn long time. This is the guy? Him? Question mark? Mm hmm. Him, of all people. Well, they gave that to Christian, so they don't have to give the AEW world title to Christian. You don't have to give him anything. I agree, because he outworks everyone. Exactly. In his, post, I like him too. In his I've post, met the guy. In his post-win promo, he essentially said, "Well, he's going to take the AEW title match more seriously because it's, it's a more prestigious championship." That was the underlying tone of what all of that was. Saying, I know so, he's going to fight harder. It's going to be that much harder. Like if it, was hard, if it was hard to win this, it'll be damn near impossible to win the AEW world title. What's the but he still beat him. He right. still beat him. But now, I guess in his defense, he's been doing this so long by actually wrestling him. Now, Kenny Omega knows how to fight him. Mm-hmm. Like It could be that thing. You know, that's like a veteran uh, thing to say. Yeah. And now Impact has a beatable world champion. Exactly. Why did it? Why couldn't they just let Jungle Boy beat Kenny Omega? If if it, if it wasn't going to be, if you were, if it wasn't going to be for the Impact Championship, fine. But why could, why does it have to be Christian that gets a, a, a win? off of this guy who has not been beaten in a long time. It's Christian they pick. Like, these decisions, it's like, why are you doing WCW stuff? Uh, So, I actually have the answer to this. Oh. It was the first match on a brand new show. They needed some hype. So, they're trying to give us The Rock versus Triple H. Yeah. On SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't agree, man. They did still though. They didn't. They could have give. They could have still given that match 
to Jungle Boy. Like Christian has a title. They kept talking about it on um, Dynamite that he had a title match for All Out. Yeah. You could have still gave Jungle Boy this match and not Christian. But this creates more hype for All Out. Now it's will he? It's more of will he or won't he? No, no, because now we know Kenny Omega is not going to do the job for Christian twice. Do we know that? I know it's the worst move they could possibly make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You can't have Jr. at gunpoint admitting that nobody's better than Kenny Omega, and then have him beat by Christian twice. For championships. Mm -hmm. Even with interference. Even with interference. It's still a pinfall win, isn't it? Yep. He he was still better than him for three seconds. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. I need them to explain why the TNA world title also changed hands. I just don't think... I Look, like I said before, and I'll say it again, they screwed up. They screwed up with the whole garbage thing. There should never have been a match between... Like, what... If this title is just from the trash and doesn't mean anything, why is Kenny Omega beating this guy for it? Yeah. Why is it even on the line? Why would he just buy it from him? (laughs) 20 bucks. If you want it so bad. Like, what? I'm gonna need a little... Maybe there's something on Impact we missed because we don't watch it. Could be. That's a possibility there, so it's a good thing I said that because someone's probably yelling at us and they actually watch Impact. So they there's probably answers to this question. You think the one person that watches Impact also listens to this podcast? I it's I quite think, a Venn diagram there. I I think they should email in. <laughs> I think they Basin should email Bookers in. Gmail.com. That's right. Email in. Let us know or tweet us at Basin Bookers. I. Give whatever you want to do. Um, I, I, I did say email in first. This is like just in case you're too shy or embarrassed. Uh, you, you can DM email, us. Basin and we will DMs read your email on air mm-hmm. if you give us the solution here. Um, but yeah, I, I, what else You know, upset you? I mean, I figured that was it, right? The, the, the giant Christian in the room. There was that. There was the whole obvious thing of as soon as Sammy Guevara came out and Tony Khan trailed him, it's like, oh, they're going to give Fuego a solo contract anyway. Yeah, that's... And this is just days after Fuego uh, gave an interview where he said that he hopes they don't give him a contract because the longer they go without giving him a contract, the more over he gets with the fans. Oh, that's a great way to stop that. Right. Because <laughs> um, I guess he was wrestling on Dark a lot. Mm-hmm. So, and like he was really getting over, and I guess that's why he got the title match and everything. Um, I liked that Britt was able to lock in the lockjaw with her good hand. And that she couldn't with her injured hand. She's still a heel, right? Yes. Okay. It's just that happened to be her hometown. And she had... So, like... You mean Britsburg, Pennsylvania? Yes, Britsburg, Pennsylvania. And she doesn't shit on her hometown when she's in her hometown like other heels do. 
Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Yeah. But well, you got that. Well, no, you know what? It's kind of like uh, that's base. Geez, that's actually kind of smart. It's basically Bret Hart. Exactly. Yeah, for those and of you who don't know, Bret Hart, Bret Hart in Canada, even as a heel, he's the face. Mm-hmm. He's like a legit national hero. A real Canadian hero. Brett the Hitman's here. Whenever there's trouble, he's got a heart attack or a sharpshooter for you. Brett Hart is here. Yes, he not is. The, he's not the... Is he... Has he ever won a Slammy? Probably. Mm, that's a He might have... He might have for Heart Foundation. Because I was just going to say, like... Let me see. Brett Hart... Slammy. I'm going to look that up. Slammy. Because uh, I did... So tell me more about... Uh, the... Um, the... Uh, Britain Reg? No, what do you think of the commentary... Well, first of all, I didn't know it was only an hour. It's like that's... you had you had four announcers and it was only an hour. That's 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 kind of a crazy ratio there. Whereas Does Chris Raw... Jericho live off being cringe, or what's going on here? Yes, he does, Jerry. He super lives off being cringe. He eats it and sleeps it and dreams it all day, all night, Jerry. Is he trying to be the um? <laughs> What's that musician's name? He's trying to be that person on, but for wrestling commentary. Ah, fuck it. It'll, it'll probably come up later. Uh, Bret Hart. Bret Hart had one Slammys, by the way, in '96. So twenty-five years ago. Twenty-five years ago, guys. Um, he got the uh. Put a fork in him, he's done, 1996. I don't know what that means. Best music video. And which champion, past or present, in attendance is Hall of Fame bound? And match of the year in 1996. I feel like that's uh, the Iron Man with Steve Austin. What? It's my guess. Uh, I have a stat here. Oh, I like... I don't. But yeah, go ahead. The Roman Reigns-John Cena confrontation spiked SmackDown viewership to 2.5 million. Yeah, I saw that. That's incredible. That's very good. That means that John Cena and Roman Reigns is money. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I think to, to normies probably, if John Cena wasn't there, if that wasn't the opener, I don't think that it would have hit those numbers. Honestly, and it's not Roman's fault. It's just the the, the viewership for SmackDown on like a regular episode, mm-hmm. where like it's not like John Cena is gonna pop up, you know, like a regular episode. But that's really good. Yeah, Cena being back, especially with two movies out right now, is pretty big for SmackDown. Well, it puts more eye on the product too, right, Rich? There is. It absolutely does, and this is the. I think right now this is the highest profile feud in the business. Well, yeah, nobody is particularly excited about Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. Mm, I, I mean, Bobby Lashley. I mean, Bobby Lashley's beaten Drew McIntyre, and Drew McIntyre recently beat Goldberg. So, if you do the MMA math right there, it, you know, there's no way Goldberg beats Bobby Lashley. Right. 
you know, it won't go over well. This isn't The Fiend. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do this. I prefer the more modern pronunciation with the silent G, Oldberg. Ah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. You think his son will be at ringside? Yes. Spe- speaking of cringe. Yeah. Can we stop bringing friggin' people's kids to work? Please. I Please. guess so, but you know what? Who knows? I think that kid wants to be a wrestler. So, like, that's good. Like, Vince, like, I th- well, I can't speak for Vince, but I think this is a good thing because then, like, it's like one of those things, you know, that it's like you can manufacture that edge sitting in the audience for WrestleMania 3 or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that... Foley in the first Snooker's Leap. Yeah, any of these times where you find a kid, Charlotte Flair for her dad's final match. You know, mm-hmm. things like that. You could manufacture that, and that's great for down the line in case he happens to be a future star, which is possible. Yeah, it's so just... That, the, that's my saying. For me, the way... And this is just to sort of trail off of what you just said. Just the way they have built Dominic Mysterio, it's... It doesn't make him a likable character for me. It's obvious nepotism. Yeah. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. Especially with what we know. uh, Why, why, like, it's what the, because the marks, the smarts like us, we know about the stuff behind the scenes. The reason he signed this deal is for his son. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. But even still, like, even just looking at the on-screen stuff, I don't care. He's not resonating with me. His 619 is okay at best. He'll never be able to get it as quick as Ray because Ray is smaller and lighter. And being shorter, his feet have less distance to travel when he whips around, making it look like he's going so much faster also. Yeah, so, there's only two people who could do it. Ray Mysterio and Io Shirai. Exactly. So when Dominic does it, it, it just looks like it's in slow-mo. Yeah, what I think they should do is he should have his own, and it should be slow because it's more powerful. Like, they could do that. Like, because of his size, it hits harder. Mm-hmm. And they could pull it, they could, they could play with it that way. That's why it doesn't look as crisp and quick, because it's not about speed and hitting, and get, you know, it's about, like, power and just taking somebody out. I'm curious. Considering, you know, Dominic's questionable lineage. I'm curious how tall Dominic is, how tall Vicky is, and how tall Eddie Guerrero is. Was. Uh, was. I was going to say, right now, I say he's not very tall at all. Like negative six feet, give or take. I, I'd say powder. I mean, I don't know how long it takes for a body. Look, I don't want to talk about this. Well, a lot longer <laughs> than that, especially in a sealed box. Listen. Uh, what if it was saran wrap? I don't think they would use saran wrap. No, I mean over the casket. Not like just saran wrap or like wrap. Eddie is saran wrap. Put him in a coffin. Hmm. All right. <laughs> so that's a great way to preserve yourself, I think. I guess so. <laughs> um, Because if, like we, we obviously, it's Dominic's like a foot taller than Ray. I don't know mm. how tall Dominic is in relation to Vicky. Wait. Um, Angie. I've been saying Vicky for like five, ten minutes. I meant Angie Mysterio. Dominic's mother. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, is this something I don't know? <laughs> um, I think he's taller than Angie. If Eddie uh, is taller than Angie, then unless he's got some, I mean, there's obviously going to be some recessive traits in there. But yes, sometimes kids just shoot over their parents, regardless. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if he's exactly Eddie's height. Yeah. I doubt it, though. Could yeah. be close. Could be. Anyway. I'd look it up, but I don't want to look it up. That's I, right. I don't want to talk about Dominic anymore. The, but yeah, you know. Yeah, this, this TNA title thing is bugging me, though. Yeah, it sounds like it. You can't I, seem to leave it alone. Because I, I feel like they could just easily write in a reason. They could just tell us that, oh, that was online also. But like I just said... Maybe Impact did it, and only thing AEW cares about is having their Rampage match, so they really don't do the story for it. Could be, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not excusing it. I think you know information should just be there, exactly. Especially if it's their title, like anything pertinent to their title should have come across. Like they mentioned that um, Omega beat Sammy Callahan for the title. They mentioned that he beat Moose for the TNA title. From the garbage. Yeah. I, I think we need to leave this alone, man. Because we're never going to solve this one. We don't watch it. That title has the worst... The TNA title... I'm sorry to cut you off. That title has the worst lineage. If I'm correct, that's the title that started out as the Legends Championship that Booker T introduced. To give... To, I believe he gave it to himself. That sounds like a Booker T thing to do as a heel, Yeah. Um, hey, remember that promo Kurt Angle cut about how he wanted to have sex with Booker's wife? No. Dude, it was the creepiest thing. He's, like, talking about how, he, like, the following is rated R for realness. Mm-hmm. You have to... you. Su- you're supposed to say explicit fucking content. Explicit fucking content. I'm sorry. You I, don't I even was... remember your own lines. I'm just trying to listen to your story. So... Just, I think I saw it on Twitter. Somebody recently reposted it. And it's like, Booker, I want to have sex with your wife. I want to have that bestiality sex with Charmel Booker T. I remember like he that said her now. name. Now you remember, right? I do. It, this was the, I, was it this, was this like the behind the scenes current angle spinning out of control? Like painkillers, Kurt? Like when he was in a bad way. If it was, if that was think? in TNA, which I think it was, then I think so. Yeah. Well, of course. Well, well, yes. What? Where else would it be? Would you think I was talking about WWE? Could have been. No. <laughs> you nuts. <laughs> they never did shit like that. This was definitely Impact or TNA or whatever. Yeah, but remember Ric Flair's promo? Yeah, but that wasn't as aggressive as this shit was. Like, if you remember the promo in question, this shit was aggressive. It was like, yeah, she shouldn't be walking alone here type scary. I don't remember all that. Dude, it was intense. You need to get on your YouTube and find it yourself. But you, if, you, if you can't take my word for it for whatever reason. The Ric Flair promo I reference for anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about. There was an episode of Raw and... To be honest, we were at that show, weren't we? 
it's hard for me to remember where I was yeah, so, at all times. So it was at the garden. I We may or may not have been at the show. And so I don't know if it was on air or off air. But Ric Flair cut a promo, and I don't remember who he was talking about, but he said that his opponent... It had to have been on air. ...was going to bleed like a virgin on her wedding night. Well, yeah. I mean, she would because oh. it's she, she, she is one, and that's how it works. And I guess it's to, it's like, really get the, the heat off the virgins who really don't know. But, like... It's just cringe. It's just a part of life, man. Wow. Bad. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of promos, they're just cringe for soft people. You know, like, sometimes people just can't handle stuff. Like, uh, what's his name? Like, that, that young rapper from uh, AEW who got in trouble for freaking whatever. It's like, did he get heat? Yep, that was the point. You're not supposed to like him. He's a bad man. Mm-hmm. We're suppo- that's supposed to be used to help not him, but his opponent. So when his opponent does beat him up, you cheer for when he hits him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just society is a little uh they like to err on the side of caution. I got into an argument almost. Like it in like one of these Facebook groups I'm in for wrestling. It's mm-hmm. not the one we're in together. These guys are soft. And it's like and I actually was I was like, "Listen, man, back in my day, I yeah, I I I I dated myself. It's like I heard worse shit said about this from kids rapping in school. Hmm. Like, this is nothing. What are you even talking about? Anyway. Yeah, but in, in school or with your buddies versus on national TV are two different are different things. Uh, who fucking cares? There's movies on TV with worse shit than that. It's a TV show. It's a TV show. Ultimately, you're right. But obviously, Tony Khan has a standard set. And yeah, the standard is bitch shit. That's his standard. All right, that's your opinion. I, I guess so. I guess so. I, I guess. <laughs> that this what the podcast is, is our opinion. Lots and of I, opinions. You're very... I, I get it. You're a very uh, Puritan person, you know? You're just very... You know, ever since becoming a stepdad, you know, you, you've cooled down a bit. It's not you know, that I'm Sometimes Puritan. things it's are still a little uh, aggressive for I, you. I, it's not that I'm Puritan or, like, prudish or anything like that. I just, I see that... Do you think that dude should have been suspended for that? It. Do I think he should have been? You know, it's not my company to say. Would I have suspended him? I don't remember exactly what I, what he said, but Maybe. Depending if if there were outside factors that aren't publicly known, also that were putting pressure, then maybe nobody got in trouble for possibly losing a sponsor with the whole Domino's thing that we know of. That we know of. So what? But uh, here's what I would have done, and that, that was done, stupid. What I would have done is this: I would have been like, uh, "Put this out. Uh, yeah, he's suspended or whatever." But it's like, no, nah, just take take a couple of weeks off. This is good heat. <laughs> and then come back hot again. That's what I would say. For the public, here's what happened. And what really happened? Nothing. Because we take care of our own. 
I know you were trying to make money for me and get eyes on my product, but at the same time elevating yourself. I think you took a shot. Let's try. Let's try something different, and maybe even use this to, to fuel your gimmick further. Mm-hmm. You could use this that you were too hard. You know. Mm-hmm. I think the Domino's things are stupid, to be honest. It, yeah, it, it is, but it's like you know, it's not like he was choking him with a Domino's breadstick. Or it didn't have the Domino's logo on the pizza slicer. If it did, I didn't see it. Look, I understand where you're coming from. And I don't think the issue is so much that specific sponsor. But it speaks to sponsors in general. Like, they don't like that kind of stuff. Which is why you don't really get a lot of those kind of matches. Like, a death match? Really, bro? So what if it was Abdullah the Butcher and he used a fork? Is literally every restaurant that's a sponsor going to stop gonna end the sponsorship dude it's 2021 we're talking again like okay you could talk about different times and again but you can't talk about different times for this too and how many people were really watching that like you took what you could get back then to put your shit on for tv commercial Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and by the way i don't know if you know this but like have you ever like, you probably don't remember because I don't either because I wasn't living in the South, so I didn't get to watch all the Abdullah the Butcher shit on TV. But, like, you do you recall any kind of commercials that they would give during these wrestling shows? Like, what no. kind of – like, exactly. But, you but, don't know what kind of sponsors they had. But I imagine, especially down South, during those times, it was a lot of local stuff. Come on down to Jim Bob's used car lot. Yeah, but it's a fucking fork, dude. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a fork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you could say the same thing about freaking knives, but nobody's going around stabbing people to death. Well, they are, but just it's not because of that. <laughs> it's not because they saw somebody do it in a movie, for the most part. You could use that for anything, I'm saying, but, like, what are you even talking about? What are you talking about here? I think, if anything— Abdullah the Butcher is going to get forks outlawed? Yeah, honestly, I think, if anything, Domino's did it for the additional publicity. Honestly, I just think that you're not recalling, like, the match. Like, there's blood and... They don't like that stuff. It's, like, a hard thing to get sponsored. That's true. Which is why they don't do it that much, and that's why they, like, usually keep on the pay-per-view. That's what I'm saying. So so you think it had more to do with the blood and guts rather than the blood and guts specifically being caused by a pizza slicer? Yeah. It's more about that. It's more about the visual. Like... Wait, we're putting money behind this shit? Like, mm-hmm. what is this savage stuff? Like, you're talking about the times. Like, these are the times. That's why that shit should just be on pay-per-view. So so the fact that he was using a pizza cutter at the time was just coincidence that it was a pizza company that was that said, no, we're not doing this anymore. I think so. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I, like, I'm, I'm not with them on that. But I'm with them if it's like a general thing about the just the violence in general. Yeah, that makes more sense. I don't think it's really the pizza. I think that's just a part of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's being, like, I don't think they even said that. I just think that's what it was being made. You know how the internet can make something be about something when it's not really something? Yeah. Like, oh, he used a pizza cutter and it was a Domino's. Like, no, maybe it's because it's it's not just Domino's. It's any sponsor in general for that kind of content. I gotta really be better with my words because that's what that was my what my whole point was. I'm sorry, <laughs> that it was really about. It's not just that it was Domino's. It's like any sponsor; they're not really into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
you know, it's just different because it's like, I, I don't know, because they treat wrestling violence different from TV violence. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure I've seen episodes of The Walking Dead and I fast forward past the Domino's commercial or something. So I don't know. They just treat it different. I think the uh, issue because was that the violence was happening in picture in picture with the ad. There you go. Then maybe it. Th- yeah, that's just bad timing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, where are we at here? Uh, unless you got something else to talk about regarding, uh, what was it called? Rampage. Uh, nothing. I just had one last note. And this is probably the most important note that I forgot to mention. Uh, is that A, I think it's kind of stupid that they kind of insinuated that wrestlers have to pay to have their music played, hmm. which was two weeks ago with Baron Corbin. Uh, B, is it really fair for Baron Corbin to wrestle against Kevin Owens when he's obviously malnourished? You know, mm-hmm. he's not eating right. Like, Pat says he's been eating out of dumpsters. Like, I don't think he's getting the right, like, nutrition to be wrestling a match. The doctors obviously cleared him. The doctors, I don't think they even saw him. Like, if you want to take this poverty gimmick even further, it's like, listen, we can't help you. You're like, what? <laughs> well, you don't have health insurance. <laughs> and and then you just be like, well, none of us. Hey, you shut up. <laughs> And then just leave them. So WWE doctors. Like I said, hey, mm. shut up. <laughs> That's it. One other note from Dynamite. I'm waiting. Darby Allen's gloves had nails painted on them. Well, you know, it's easier to convey terror when you paint nails onto your glove. Now There might have been like actual nails sticking out. I couldn't quite tell. But, like, there were red nails on black gloves. Pointy. Oof. You didn't notice that when they were in the rafters? No. Sting I, spot. I, I'm not a... I'm not a huge out Darby Allen mark. Um. Alright, great. Whatever. Cool. All I know is he paints his actual nails, so... Right. And that's neither here nor there. Correct. Yeah, doesn't make you any less of a psychopath. Mm. And I'm I'm pretty sure he stapled his own balls to something before. Oof. There's no way he hasn't. He he's de- he's a real jackass. That guy. Isn't he going to be in the Jackass movie that's coming out? He says he's not. Oh man. Oh well. But what if he's just working us marks? I mean, he says he's not. To not get more people watching it? Whatever. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in it. All right. Get us the fuck out of here. It's been two hours. All right. If two you... hours I've had to sit here and be disrespected by you. How have I disrespected you? I don't know. Good. As long as you don't know. Because knowing is half the battle. If you would like to email the Basement Bookers, you can do so by emailing basementbookers at gmail.com. we got a Facebook page. You can interact with us there at uh, Basement Bookers on Facebook. It's actually you just search Basement Bookers in the Facebook little search thing. It'll come up. It's not Basement Bookers on Facebook. That's not what it's called. Ah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Twitter, at Basement Bookers, at Basement Chair, Average There Is. Instagram, Basement Bookers Pod. Uh, and where to find this podcast? Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever. 
you like to get your podcast content and just got a party message. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. God damn it. So make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers.